0: Get
1: the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated-R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does not matter who the host is. You are listening to the Rated-R Safety Show, coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. So if you're watching on the video stream, you see what I got going on at the moment. If you are listening to us on the radio station... I am trying to do the stuff that people are requesting us to do. And I am wearing a mask. So it might sound a little bit louder than normal. Anyways, how are you doing today? How are things in your neck of the woods? And you know that there is no way that I am doing a whole show like that. Anyways, how are you? Hopefully everything's fantastic in your <laughs> neck of the woods. But yeah, this is like the new thing. You know, you have to be wearing a mask everywhere. So I figured I would try to do the show that way, but there's just no way. No way, baby, that that's going to happen, because that's just not what I do. Anyways, hopefully you're having a fantastic time. I know it's been a little bit over 23 hours since we kind of last hung out, did some things together. Anyways, you have the opportunity to take a listen to us here on safetyfm.com, safety.fm. Also, you're able to watch us on the live stream, and that's at safetyfm.tv. Or you can be listening to us on the podcatcher later in the afternoon. By the way, I do want to bring up that mask. That mask is actually pretty good. I was kind of amazed. I've been testing it out here for a little bit, and it really does kind of, you know, does help with the whole breathing thing, you know, if you're supposed to be wearing a mask all the time. I was just doing that to be a jackass, of course, because, you know, that's what I do. Duh. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to disagree with me. Anyways, if you have any comments, concerns, or anything that you'd like to talk about, please feel free on jumping onto the chat box. We can go down that path, because, you know, that's what we do here. Go down paths, talk about stuff entertain each other, do some things together, have some fun sometimes. Not always, you know, we do have some fun from time to time. Anyways, you know, and I know that we always start off this bad boy with feature story news because it is the top of the hour. So during the top of the hour, you get feature story news, and then we'll go rolling and bowling down some different paths
0: you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. At least five people have died after a fire broke out at a coronavirus treatment center in the Russian city of St. Petersburg. The patients were all on ventilators, one of which is believed to have malfunctioned. It comes as Russia now has the second highest number of confirmed cases of COVID 19 globally. From Moscow, Julia Chapman. Russia's emergencies ministry says the fire has been contained and an investigation has now been opened. State media outlet Interfax has quoted a source from the hospital that the ventilators being used to treat coronavirus patients were overloaded. The US says an offer to send additional ventilators to Russia was accepted by President Vladimir Putin in a phone call with Donald Trump last week. Russia has a high number of ventilators per capita, but many are very old and of lower quality than new ones. Julia Chapman, Moscow. South Korea says there are now over 100 new coronavirus cases linked to a nightclub area in Seoul. The government's pushed back the opening of public schools after the outbreak. Wuhan City in China says it's making plans to test its whole 11 million population for coronavirus. All districts of the city where the virus first emerged have been asked to submit proposals to get it done in just 10 days. One million children are returning to school today as France enters its second day of the lockdown easing plan announced by the government. The day before... Teachers return to schools to prepare for pupils coming back. Ross Cullen reports from FSN Paris. Whether children do go back to the classroom is at the discretion of parents. Kindergartens and primary schools are both opening and they are subject to health checks and social distancing measures in classrooms, hallways and canteens. There must also not be more than 15 pupils in any one class. In regions in France classified as green zones, that's broadly the west, centre and south of France, the reopening of middle schools is planned for May the 18th. Bars, restaurants, hairdressers and beauticians will now reopen across Italy from next week. The reopening of some of the hospitality sector was planned for June the 1st, but has been brought forward due to pressure from Italian regional leaders. Spain has ordered a two-week quarantine for all overseas travellers from May the 15th. Lucy Hoff is our Europe correspondent. The decision to reopen some parts of the hospitality sector, including bars, restaurants and cafes, has been brought forward due to pressure from regional governments who want to be allowed to make their own decisions about how to reopen local economies. Strict social distancing will need to be followed, with restaurants asked to place four metres between diners. Spain has ordered that all overseas travellers coming into the country from May the 15th must self-isolate and stay indoors. For all but essential travel, that includes Spanish citizens returning to the country. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. (laughs) He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Yeah,
1: some entertainment value as we do have the discussion. You know, that's what we have to do here. Anyway, so I don't know. How is your day going today? I don't, I know. I keep on looking at some of these things and going, okay, cool. The day has been going off. Why does it want to do this? Everything kind of turns colors. That's that's ooh, blue blocker, blue blocker. Um, anyway, so has we have moved forward with some of the things that are going on, how are things going in your neck? I asked the question because I have been taking a look around some of the new stuff, and you know, it's kind of crazy out there, which we already knew. Whoa, we went orange, we went orange quick. Um, so it's went crazy out there as we have discussed. And some of the things just don't make a lot of sense on what's going on. And some of the things that are going on out there are good, bad, and some seem to be pretty indifferent. Um, so that was, that's some interesting things. So what's going on in your world currently? Has the new social distancing been limited in your area? Are you now open to going back to work? Are you not an essential worker? Is your job still operating? I only ask these questions because I'm curious. Because, you know, that's how most of the stuff starts with me. But I look at it and I go, how does that work? When do you start feeling comfortable about going back? And how do you feel comfortable about it? Because, you know, if you have children at home, you're probably questioning if you should go back. Because then it kind of becomes that weird question of money, versus health and how should that work so how are you looking at it if you do qualify there also if you are a safety professional how does that work in your world how are you able to assist others who are out and about are you having to go to job sites already are your job sites already up and running is your job site considered essential something to think about as we move forward so anyways, let's go ahead and go to the top of the hit list because I don't think I mentioned that. I also don't think I mentioned the date, but that's okay. Let's move forward. Anyways, let's go from the hit list. On the very top here, on a day that was that had the Dow Jones finish about 100%, 100%, 100 points down, AMC Theater had a good day. Now, I don't know if you've heard about this one. Let's go through it. In parent company stock surged, 56%. During the day, ultimately ending up 28% on the news that, and this is very interesting as we go through this, that Amazon is interested in acquiring AMC. Now, if it does acquire AMC, this is going to be a different world here. Because remember, a lot of the stuff that Amazon has done has been related to acquiring old shopping malls and converting them to warehouses. So what happens here if the rumors are true? Does Amazon acquire AMC and still push their prime video line in early release movies to the theaters? Or does it become one of those things where they take over the theater and it becomes some kind of a warehouse? I don't know. And then that's the other portion. Are they taking ownership of of everything does this include buildings or the majority of the buildings rentals because i know that we've went through some news stories over the last few weeks that have been related to rental properties and that was a lot of the conversations where people were coming back and claiming the whole rent for amc so how is that going to work i know that we have um a host on safety fm that works for amazon so maybe he has some insight Duh. but you never know anyways this wanted to make sure that you knew that if you had not heard the news already so amazon might potentially end up being ams own amc so will they keep it similar to how they did with whole foods where they own whole foods but kept the whole foods name there were some prime stuff tied into it will amc end up having that something to look at and will amc stubs become amc prime if they do go through anyways let's continue down the path the l the mlb Players Union will be reviewing a plan to set forth for the owners to start regular gameplay following a presentation today. So, some people might be seeing some Major League Baseball relatively quick. Details of the plan aren't clear, but it is likely an abbreviated season that would begin in June or July, and the intra league play would match up by division. So, I am not a big baseball fan if you want to call it that way, but I look at it and go, well, that's going to bring some sports out. I know there's been a lot of people that have been talking about the stuff that went off with, went on with the UFC over the weekend. So if there's any kind of sign of some other things that might be coming available, that will be fun. A lot of uh, sports fans might want to go out there and take a view of what's going on there. And that's pretty cool because that way we start kind of normalizing some of the things as we move forward. So that's something to look at real quick. Anyways, a Chinese rocket launched on May the 5th, crashed back to Earth on Monday. The largest man-made space object to return to Earth since Sailnut 7 (laughs) back in 1991. A small bus-sized fragment hit the Atlantic Ocean near West Africa on Monday, while space junk regulators makes it back to Earth. Rarely because they're so large. So interesting there. That one did come back and kind of, you know, do some finagling, as we would like to talk about. I don't know why I have such an obsession with space. Because I don't think that if I had the chance to go, I would go. And I know that that probably varies on the day of the week that we have the conversation. Because I don't know what the hell I would do once I got up there. And especially with all the weird stuff that, you know, you've been seeing in the news lately. With the unidentified flying phenomenon. That's always something that interests me to some extent. Anyways, it's official. When you're 57, you're old. Wow, isn't that nice? A study commissioned by medical testing company, Let's Get Checked, says that 2,000 responders averaged at the age of 57 is considered elderly. Among the top four concerns about aging is declining health, wrinkles, weight gain, and hair loss. Well, I have wrinkles. I have no hair. Um, I don't think my health is declining. I have gained some weight during the quarantine, that's for sure. Probably a lot more than what I want to talk about. But I don't know. I haven't been inspired to be eating healthy, and that's my fault. But I guess it is what it is. I guess I've been more along the lines of eating whatever is available opposed to eating healthy. Duh. Yeah. And I have this bad habit that I get on these kicks where I want to do a lot of weird diets, and a lot of people go, what the hell's wrong with you? But that's okay. So what are you saying? Are you determining? Are you thinking that 57 years of age is old? Do you look at it and go, holy monkeys, man. That's an old age at 57. I don't know. I kept on thinking when I was younger that 40s was considered kind of old. Now I'm in my 40s and I go, shit, I don't think it's that old. I still think that sometimes I think when I, as I did when I was in my teens. No, most people don't want to hear that. But that's what I look at sometimes. Really something kind of weird and phenomenal there. Anyways, Elon Musk is ready to get back to work. So is he. So let's Here we go. On Monday, his Tesla factory in Almeida County, California, resumed production operations despite a local stay-at-home order. After a press conference in which the governor, Gavin Newsom, said that he didn't know about the band of rebels, Musk tweeted, Tesla is restarting production today against Almeida County's rules. I will be on the line with everyone else. If anyone is arrested, I ask that it only be me. So what do you think? I will tell you I am an admirer of a lot of the stuff that Elon Musk does. I like the way that he moves forward. I like his forward thinking process and progress that he's trying to bring to the world. Do you agree with this? Do you agree with what he's doing? Do you look at it and go, this makes logical sense? Or do you go that he has lost it? Because keep in mind that they're saying that some of the other factories, not in the state of California, of course, let's make sure that we're clear, are opening and they're able to do production, production, production of vehicles. Now, I don't know if this one in particular is production for vehicles or if this one right here is related to production of batteries. And I'm going to go with the vehicle one, but um, that's me taking a guess. So do you think it's wrong or do you think it's right what he's doing? And I don't know if the employees are forced to be there or if they have an option. But what do you think? Do you think he's taking the right approach? Now, yesterday we did talk about that he is suing the county on where this is located because he does not believe in what they're doing. Do you think the guy's lost it or do you think he's on point? I guess that's something that you're going to have to think about because I sure as hell don't know.
0: You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're listening, all right. Amateur skateboarder G. Cruy is only 11, but he's been locked down at home in Brazil to perfect his skills. A YouTube video shows a kid perfectly landing a 1080. That's three spins jumping off the ramp. Previously, Tony Hawk landed a 900. That's two and a half turns. The Guardian reports that Curry celebrated with mac and cheese dinner. Well, shit, at 11, if you could do a three spinner off of a ramp doing a 1080, that could be some fun stuff. That could be something worth celebrating. I think you get you deserve a little bit more than just mac and cheese, my friend. I think you should do something phenomenal. Duh. Duh. But that's something, you know, up to you and your parents on how you want to do it. Now, I always tell people you have to be on the lookout when stuff like that occurs. Because you never know what the skill set of this kid is and how that's going to go going forward. And I think it's important to horn your craft. I think it's important to take a look and go, man, this makes a lot of sense to be able to do something like that. Anyways, let's continue. Once we've eradicated the coronavirus and killed off wasps assassins, we'll have to deal with what could be the worst drought in American history. This is according to CBS reports. The following years of mild summers. The mountain snow that usually melts and fills the Lake Med and Lake Powell won't do its job. Researchers study um, tree rings to give indication of previous historical droughts from current analysis. They say the current drought patterns are precursors of mega droughts, which last about, are you ready for this? 40 years. 40 years a drought 40 years so what happens there how does the water sourcing start going about you know if the if the bulk of the planet's made up of water do you start figuring out a way to filter salt water make some moves there and try to move forward with that one 40 years is a long time when it comes to droughts i know a few minutes ago i just said 40 not that old duh so, how can I say all of a sudden 40s a long time? Well, we're talking about age here. Talking about some different information. I have to tell you, my text messaging over the last few moments has been blowing up. Keep on wondering if something's going on that's, that needs to be shared right away. Anyways, Twitter is getting on the COVID censorship bandwagon. Joining the ranks of Facebook, YouTube, and Google. The social site announced Monday that misleading claims about the coronavirus will be flagged appropriately. This is according to AP Reports. Those flagged will include a link to more COVID-19 information, perhaps helping users to make their own minds up. So I don't know. I am seeing a lot of that, and I'm talking about the flagging, and I am seeing a lot of what we'll say quote-unquote is misleading information. And I'm going to say the quotations piece because when you start vetting the story and when you start taking a look at what the information has, it kind of leaves you to a dead zone. And you can't really vet the information to verify if it's 100% accurate. And it really can't verify that anything's 100% accurate. Duh. But you're trying to verify that there's some accuracy there while you're vetting the story. And I know sometimes when you are breaking news, you can't vet 100%. Because there's not enough information or resources out there about it. So that's something to think about as we do move forward here. By the way, have I ever told you this? Because I don't know. If you take a listen to the podcast version of this little show, have you ever tried it in double speed? And what do I mean? Well, most podcatchers have an option where you can play it in double speed opposed to single speed. So let's say, for instance, the average show lasts about 30 minutes. This show would end up being 15 minutes. Of course, there's an option for a triple speed on some podcatchers as well. I would say, if you're listening to us on the podcast, give it a try at double speed. I don't know why. It's a little bit peppier of a show when it comes to the double speed. And I know that sometimes people go, you're, you're slow, 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 and, and monotone. monotone when you speak. speak. speak, speak. Why don't you speak a little bit quicker? Why don't give you us give us, us the new stories, stories as, as, soon as soon as possible? As soon as possible. Why, 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 why? And I don't know. I like the format of the show, so that's why I do it in this format. And some people think it's just too slow for their liking.
0: And that's, that's, okay, that's
1: okay. okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Cuz okay. this, this show, show, show,
0: is, show is, not is not for everyone. everyone, for everyone,
1: everyone, for everyone as as we have discussed, discussed in the, the past. past. So just think about that as we move forward. So if you want it in double speed, most podcatchers have it that way. Even if you're watching on the internet video stream, you can do it in double speed, especially if you're on Twitch. Now, I'll tell you, I love all the video streams that we're on for the most part. <laughs> But I prefer to watch it on Twitch. I like watching video streams on Twitch. There's just something about it. Oh, by the way, before I forget, because I didn't notice this, I have an error in my comment box. So if you are shooting away on the comment box, guess what? You're in luck today. I'm not seeing a freaking word of it. No shit there to be seen. So if you're on a particular format, bomb it away, my friends. Bomb it away. So anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. Uber's head of customer service spent three minutes on a Zoom call with 3,500 people to tell them they'll be out of a job effective immediately. The boss said the rides were down by half and therefore such a large customer support staff wasn't necessarily or financially feasible. Those employees out of the job will be getting severance packages. So if you remember, we talked about this. A few weeks back, and there was a scooter company, mobility company is what they like to be known as, by the name of Bird, and they did something very similar. And yes, I know 3,500 people is a lot of people to have the discussion with, but man, is there a better way for us to treat human beings like human beings? Opposed to just going, hey, we're going to do a fucking Zoom call and we're going to lay you off like that and just treat you like a straight up piece of shit and let you go. Oh, by the way, you're going to get a severance. Good luck. I just don't get it. I look at it and I go, yes, the other format is much more time consuming. The other format, yes, rumors will start circulating. Yes, there's so much there. But man, do you understand the impact that you're having on people by doing that? Do you understand the impact and life-changing event that just occurred to 3,500 people where you did your three-minute Zoom call? And yeah, people are going to say, well, you're picking on Uber and you're picking on Bird. Well, they're making the news cycles. They're also very large companies. I mean, and don't get me wrong. There's a wrestling, pretty well-known wrestling organization known as the WWE, and they recently did something similar with their independent contractors and some of their employees. And then when you start talking about independent contractors, though, it's kind of one of those sketchy scenarios. You start talking about ICs, independent contractor, and they're not treated as employees. So is there a justification there? Well, depends on what what side of the aisle you're standing on. You can argue it either way. Regardless, it's a business-to-business relationship. It's a conversation piece. It's something that should be discussed, opposed to it just being, okay, cool, time to go, let you go, 3,500 people, boom, there's the button. I get very frustrated with companies like that. There is still a side with everything going on of being human. There's still a side of all of this. Of where we look at it and go. You have just changed those people's lives. And now you're throwing them out like yesterday's garbage. And when it comes across as a new story, it's not that maybe you didn't have feelings about the whole thing. But it becomes so much easier. Of hitting a button. In people talking about it because you're giving them or you're weaponizing them to do so. I'm sure there's other companies that have done similar things. I'm sure there's some of those conversations that are out there that people are going, hey. We're going to have to let people go. We're going to do it via Zoom call. But I don't know if they did it in a better or more humane way. I don't know. If they foretold and did the conference call, I don't know if they had groups of people ready and lined up and set to go. But look at it. When you're breaking the news cycle, something happened, and there's more to it. But you know this, and I know it. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat
0: beatdown. safety show.
1: So as we discussed yesterday, Jerry Stiller has died. The beloved comedian who starred in Seinfeld and the King of Queens passed away from natural causes, according to his stunt actor, Ben Stiller. He was 92. You know, it's just so crazy taking a listen to some of the news stories as of recent. Some of the strangeness that's going on. I take a look around and I go, man, boy, has this world of ours changed so much over the last little bit. Boy, have things really, I won't say they turned dark, but boy, have they turned different. Boy, have they turned into something that if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, this is what we're going to be at, I would have told you there's no way. No way, no shape or form. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Republicans and Democrats don't get along. The liberals don't get along. And that's okay. That's kind of some of the stuff that's expected. But we take a look around and take a look at the different things and really go, wow, what has this world become? Because you can sit back now and take a listen to a lot of the stuff of what's going on. And if people want to open the economy according to some, you're being selfish. If you're wanting to stay locked up at home, you're being selfish. Which one is it? Not everybody's wrong and not everybody's right. I was listening to a news story this morning. That was based out of Texas. And they were talking about how people there and how they had to close the economy down. In the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, as they refer to themselves. The The Metroplex. Metroplex. And how only 111 people had died. Now, this was according to the lady talking Not a vetted news story, just so you know. And how they had 32, I think she said 29 million, 29 million people in Dallas-Fort Worth. And how they only closed it down for the death of 111 million, or excuse me, 111 people that had passed away. And 29,000 were infected in the area. 4,000 that she had some kind of proof that they had actually come back and were okay. I don't know. You start hearing numbers like that, then you go, okay, cool. Then people start going, well, then the flu kills more people than the standard that you hear. Well, I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor. want to make sure I'm clear on the medical part. But what do you look at? What do you think about? What do you say? Are we doing the right thing? Are we doing the wrong thing? What about the fear of this thing spreading? Because it is a level of fear. Are we doing the right thing by easing up? And are we keeping into consideration some of the people that are furloughed? And don't get me wrong, the economy should open. And I'm going to use that wording because that's the wording they use on the news. But the people that are furloughed that the companies are not opening back up for currently, how is that going to work? Are those people still going to be be taken care of by the government? Or what's going to happen there? You have to think about this because that's going to put some people at risk. Also, the people that are furloughed, not every company is taking care of their medical benefits. Now, if you've ever had to shop for medical benefits on your own without a company or without a group, it is not normally a cheap proposition. That even is if you're considered a healthy individual. That's not even keeping into account if you're not super healthy. So how is that working currently? And I know that today it seems very dark and I'm not talking about the room. I'm talking about the conversation, but it's a lot of thoughts Of what's going on. And you have to be afraid of getting exactly what you want. People keep on asking for X, Y, and Z. But sometimes things are not as great once you get them. I want you to think about that. So rumors and circulations and people are saying what about the second wave and what if this happens and there's so many different stories that are out there and then now this whole thing of well these different social media platforms are claiming that some of these things are misleading that are being shared on there because there's a government agenda there's more to the sequence The ones that I love the most are the ones that people are posting on Facebook that they're like, I don't know if they are going to take me down. If they're going to pull my post, who is they, you know, I don't limit the things that I do or that I talk about to one platform. If I don't agree with something, if I disagree with something, I'm very open and honest about talking about it. I do a podcast. I do a radio show. I do a video stream. I also have several social media platforms. And I share the information that I think that's important for you, my friend, to hear. And for you to vet. I have never asked you to take what I tell you as the gospel. I never have asked you to run with the words that I have told you. I've always asked you to do your own research. I've always asked on these versionalities of a rant, because that's how it comes across sometimes for you to do the research that you need to do about the stuff that I share with you, because it would be not right and totally unfair For me to ask you to believe everything that I say, not that I'm saying it's inaccurate. But I want you to have the source information, want you to know what to look for, opposed to you just taking word of mouth. Because what I am giving you is based off of news, word of mouth presented to you. Now, people are going to say, well, you put your own version of a spin on it, and you say these things, and you do those things, and you go about blah, 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 blah. And to an extent, you can say that's 100% true. Duh. Duh. But I do it with always expecting you to do some sort of research. So understand that. At no point do I ever want it to come across that this is the show where I tell you and what I say, that's it. You don't need to look elsewhere. I don't run a cult. Never have planned on doing it. At least, you know. That's what most of my friends say. <laughs> and, I, and I chuckle at that piece, okay? So bear with me because I know that can come across wrong. But I want you to be aware. That you should be able to vet your own information. And this is why if you listen to the Jay Allen show, not necessarily the Rated R Safety show, the people that I bring on, I always have that whole thing that references to make sure you vet the information. The views and opinions of this show, blah, 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 blah. You know, so on. Because people become misguided when they can't vet their own information. The other portion is if you don't agree with something, Look what at the side that you don't agree with. Because I will tell you, the more research that I do, it is very easy to find things that are within my opinion to match exactly what I'm looking for. It's easy to find a confirmation bias. And that's the way that some of these things work. So if you watch MSNBC, watch Fox News every once in a while. If you watch Fox News, watch MSNBC. Watch the different shows that are out there. If you agree with one person 100% of the time, watch the person that you normally disagree with. And the reason behind this is because you get multiple sources of information opposed to it just being one person. It makes it relatively easy to do. And here's the other funny part. Because you get information from one part and get information about from another part, And you look at them and they're opposite. It doesn't mean that they're both right. It doesn't mean that they're both wrong. There might be subject matters that relate to the truth out of both. Not just one. And yeah, I want to apologize that this is not the big fun all over the place show that it normally is. But I wanted to make sure that the discussion was had. Because I think that we don't discuss certain things enough. So I wanted to make sure that I shared that. I think that it was very important for me to share that. I don't know why. But it was something that I was on my mind all evening. Last night. Really gave it some thought this morning. And I wanted to make sure that people knew. What was on my mind? Anyways, let's talk about the rest of the news real quick because I think that this is important. Okay, so let's go through it real quick. I'm going to give you some of the swamp news because I think sometimes, you know, that's important. So, failed presidential candidate Kamala Harris is top choice to fill the number two slot on Joe Biden's ticket. Politico reports that. Biden's world insiders think that she'd be the top choice. The campaign is currently looking for roughly a dozen women, forcing one to wonder whether the information is in the binders. So that was something that they were thinking about doing. So, And I know that he was talking about one of the, de- in the, de- one of the debates that he was going to have a woman vice president, which, you know, it's not a bad idea. Some people are hesitant about that stuff. And I don't think there's a reason to be hesitant, because there's not. I think it's a great idea. Anyways, let's talk real quick about the lottery. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million Drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for two hundred and forty eight million dollar jackpot or one hundred ninety seven point four million dollar cash payout. Also, no winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing, Wednesday's night drawings will be for sixty eight million dollar jackpot or fifty five point six million dollar cash payout. So be on the lookout for those if that's something that you're interested in. So let's continue, 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 continue down the path. And let's talk about something that most people care about. And that's the days of the year that you can actually celebrate today. Starting from the top, National Limerick Day. National Odometer Day. National Nutty Fudge Day. So, that's some stuff for you to be able to share. Also, just to go over it because I, I think it's important and we should never stop talking about it regardless of what's going on. If you are currently suffering from depression or having any kind of suicidal thoughts, don't hesitate to call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That number can be found at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can go to SuicidePreventionLifeline.org. That's SuicidePreventionLifeline.org. And they have a chat box available there for you that you can speak to someone. Just in case if you're having some of those thoughts. Anyways, I I am sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry that it was not the normal animated show today. But I had some seriousness that I thought we needed to talk about. Some people will like that, some people won't, and that's okay. By the way, I also want to reference this real quick. I appreciate all the people that reached out to me yesterday after talking about the passing away of the pet. Meant a lot. Like I did say, I am not looking for a new pet, but thank you. Thank you for the people that gave me some recommendations on where to go. But just a lot on the mind as of late, and really wanting to make sure that we be still... Be, Treat humans like humans. And never forget the importance that is another person, because I think that that's sometimes some of the things that are lost in the world that we're in. Anyways, thank you for listening to the Rated R Safety Show, and thank you for being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Stay tuned, because we're going to have more of the Rated R Safety Show. If you're listening on the radio station, if you're on the streamer, we're dumping you off. But on the radio station, there'll be still part of an episode coming up. So just so you're fully aware. Anyways, thank you for being the best part of Safety FM. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. Did I say duh? I think I said duh. Did I say duh?